welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, back with the final episode in this roller coaster season. I am just really excited and grateful that you are joining us here um, as we close out the season. And um, for those who are OG listeners, thank you. Um, I'm excited about all that we've kind of discussed here together. And I'm really excited for the season to come, but I'll share more about that at the end. If you are new here, know that we are all about strengthening military marriages throughout this particular season. Um, We encourage you to go back and listen. We're talking about the highs and the lows of military marriage and kind of what that looks like today as we close out this season. I'm going to be breaking down um, this roller coaster concept a little bit further so that we have a practical, some practical steps to apply as we go through roller coaster season. But before I start, let me just say that if anybody is feeling like you are in this up and down, up and down season, know that you're not alone. We are and have been going through what feels like roller coaster season on this end. By the time you hear this episode, we'll be closer to the end of it as it relates to maybe a downward portion or maybe on an upward climb as we prepare for a PCS, um, which is going to be exciting um, as that next duty station appears to give us the opportunity to have some more family time. And we are really, really looking forward to that. So anybody out there who's kind of just feeling like, you know what? We have been on this downward part of this valley, these uh, crazy turns and jerking parts of the roller coaster that are not so enjoyable for a while. You are not alone. We are in this thing with you. Um, And that's why I felt like it was really, really important, particularly before we closed out the season to kind of talk through what it looks like. Um, and how we can best manage this roller coaster season. So utilizing the thought process of a roller coaster, I don't know about you, but I absolutely loved going to Six Flags as a kid. Um, And I know they have different um, theme parks and things. Maybe Busch Gardens was your favorite or maybe Disney. You absolutely love Disney rides. For us, I love going to Six Flags, Great Adventure is the one that was in Jersey. And um, I was a roller coaster rider. And for those who've ever met me in person, you'll know that I'm actually rather short. So there was this whole point in time when I was too small to ride the rides and I was angry. I was upset that I was not tall enough to ride the roller coasters. And when I was tall enough, I was on all the rides. I haven't been on a roller coaster in a while. Well, with the exception of this military life, but Um, I still 
think fondly on those time frames when I had the opportunity to to ride on those rides. Maybe that's something that I need to put on my list of things to do this summer. Um, I'm sure the kids will like that, but my kids are like really small right now. So they'll probably have the same issues of being too small to ride the ride. So maybe that's something me and honey can do. Um, as, as I'll challenge that you guys hold me accountable to that. I challenge you guys to go ride the rides, um, this summer, make some time to have some fun in your relationship. But as we think about a roller coaster for anybody who knows about the roller coaster, let's start with the very beginning of it and how it can inform us of some practical steps to do in our marriage relationship. And the first thing that I always remember when we get on a ride, any roller coaster is you strap in or the bar comes down and you strap in. That is the very first part of the ride. And I think that is a reminder that we all need to take note of in our marriage relationship. And for me, when I think of strapping in, I think of committing to the ride, committing to this up and down twist and turn. I'm not sure what's coming next around the corner um, in, in our relationship, committing to our relationships. And I think for the most part, people go into a relationship pretty committed. Um, but there are talks and, and I don't, I'm not trying to pick on any particular generation cause I don't necessarily see this to be true, but it has been said like more recently, we see couples less committed and at the first, at the first turn of something, uh, troublesome or bad, they're out, right? They they checked out, they're looking to find another option. And I think there's something to be said about the couples that we've seen in uh, generations before us of how they stuck through some pretty um, big and challenging things. Um, and we are afforded the luxury of technology and new ways to communicate and they didn't have that like we talked in a previous episode with our veteran pen pal project friends right and how letter was the main you know primary way for them to communicate when uh service members were off to war like it was different <laughs> really challenging them and their staying power and their ability to navigate those times um that's really encouraging so the first thing that I encourage all of us to do is maybe just think about the commitment that you have to the ride and whatever that looks like for you. You may be like, yep, Brie, been strapped in since day one. Congratulations. Everyone still needs to take a second and just think about that level of commitment that you had. And I never liked the saying, like, you knew what you signed up for because we don't know. It is literally a roller coaster ride and we do not know what would be thrown our way. But I do think there is something to just reflect back on that commitment. And the way I do that is I reflect back on my vows. What did I agree to um, at the altar? And then I also love the way I've been listening to um, Tim Ross has a podcast. So shout out to him and anybody who who's a basement dweller and listens to the basement with Tim Ross. But I love that he talked when he talks about marriage. He's like, when you say I do, you're saying I do to the unknown that comes after your relationship, because up until that point, you know what you know, and that should give you some idea, but you don't really know what's next. So you're saying I do to the unknown 
the growth, the person that your spouse will become in the future. And, and that you don't really have a way of, you, you know, really knowing what that looks like. Um, another point that I want to point to in this first part of strapping in is the reason why we strap in for a roller coaster ride, right? The reason why we strap in is to be safe. Safety is critical as it relates to a roller coaster ride and a relationship. And I just wanted to make sure that that was coupled with the commitment side of things is because if you are in a situation where you are realizing that this ride is not safe, this this bar is not holding me in place, my life is in danger from staying in this ride, that is where we would say you may need to get off that ride, right? So I'm starting by saying strap in. Yes, I want you to commit, but I also want you to commit in a way that is safe. If, if you are in a relationship, and I guess you guys know what I'm saying, if it is abusive, if it is harming you, if it is an unhealthy relationship, I know we advocate for strengthening military marriages, but we are not advocating for couples to stay in unhealthy, unsafe relationships. So with the first point, strap in, commit. Um, and ensure that you are safe along the ride, okay? The second point that we want to talk about when it comes to the roller coaster ride, after you've gotten on, you strapped in, you're secure, um, you start to do a bit of a build, right? That's the part where all that anticipation is built up. You hear the click, 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 click as you start to uh, go up into the air, um, depending on the type of roller coasters you liked, that that click up would be a lot, a lot longer for me because I always wanted to go on the biggest, baddest rides in the theme park. And I, I think for this buildup, that's that second point that we're going to talk about. During the buildup, we really, really, really need to communicate what our expectations are in this roller coaster season and share how we feel along the way. That's what I want you to think ab about as, as a buildup. And the reason why I say that is because I know even for my spouse and I, I have had moments where we have had to talk about the same thing again and again and again. And it's and not in a way that's like, well, you're bringing up old stuff, but in a way that this still bothers me. I'm still uncomfortable with this. I'm still working through my feelings about this present season. And I just need you to hear me. And I think that constant communication, and I would even say maybe over communication, um, in again, in a healthy way, is important because it helps keep you and your spouse on the same page. This particular position that my husband is in is challenging for him. So it's stretching him in, in new ways, right? So in this particular season, he needs the space to kind of vent about things that aren't going the way he wished that they were and um, the stress that he feels. And 
I need to create space for that and just listen. And sometimes he doesn't need advice or input or whatever. He just wants someone to listen and he wants to be heard. And likewise, he offers the space for me to listen, for for me to share my concerns, my anticipations, um, my expectations that I feel like aren't being met, whatever that looks like. There's space there. But I think oftentimes we don't ask for what we need. And I think if you are feeling like this buildup is just unbearable for you in this season, maybe you need to ask for what you need. Maybe you need to communicate that you would like space to just share your feelings without getting input. And you just want to be heard in a particular area without you guys trying to solve the problem immediately. If you do need, if you do want to uh, collaborate on a solution, absolutely do that. That is what this buildup phase is for to communicate in a healthy way, but it's also just to ask for what you need. So I hope that um, this second phase is something that you can also implement and practice on this roller coaster ride of our marriage relationships. The third point that I think is really important to do um, when you're on your roller coaster ride, you've built up, you're at the top, you're at the peak. What I would recommend that you do is throw your hands up in the air and surrender. <laughs> throw your hands up in the air and surrender with excitement. And the reason why I say that is because um, sometimes in this military journey, we can like be trying to white knuckle it and just hold on and try to control what's going on. And a lot of things are out of our control. That's a lot of energy being spent on trying to control something that we actually cannot control as opposed to throwing your hands up, enjoying the ride and controlling what you can control. And one of the things that I have to continuously remind myself of is what I am able to control is me. I am able to control my surroundings, the atmosphere that I set for myself. And I'm actually, um, okay, well, I guess since I've led up to it, I'll just share. I'm actually in the process of writing on this um, in a forthcoming book. Yay. Um, as it relates to designing experiences and being intentional about how you design experiences for your life. And it has everything to do with controlling what you can control. I think when it comes to goal setting, when it comes to making plans, we often try to plan for and think through portions that we do not have complete control over. So what that looks like is for me, um, when I wake up in the morning, if I know that lighting a candle, making a cup of tea, um, going for a walk, which I did this morning, like doing those things is going to set my day up so that it is more successful. I have more joy. I'm, I have more peace or what have you. I'm setting an atmosphere in my home. Those are steps that I can take that I can control. Saying that, you know, tomorrow when I wake up, I, my spouse needs to do this and the kids need to do that. And I, and I want these type of orders. Like those are not things that you can control. You can't control other people. You can control yourself. But the nice thing about focusing on what you can control is that 
it can become contagious to where you are operating in a certain level of joy, in a certain level of peace, in a certain level of um, confidence that it'll rub off on other people or it'll, it'll attract certain things to your life and certain people to your life and other people who want to operate and live life on that same frequency. So hands up and surrender, have some fun along the journey and control what you can control. Don't try to white knuckle everything. Don't try to, um, even, even in this military life, because I've, I've seen it and sometimes I've, I've tried to do it in areas where you feel like you're out of control. You try to be even more controlling in other areas because you feel like you're lacking control in another friends. Don't do that either. That just makes you come off, um, controlling or rude or, or mean. And honestly, if we take some time and just do some self-reflection, we'll realize that the reason why we're overdoing it in one area is because you don't feel like you have control in the other. And I, for me, that looked like I was going above and beyond um, in my work life. And I made it so big and important to me because I felt like I could control that, right? As opposed to being like, hey, you know, operate in excellence, of course, but like if a project didn't go right, people weren't trying to push the envelope and go for more and do certain things like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. I've contributed my part over here and I still can contribute my part at home, which is the thing that I felt like I didn't have control of. I did have control. I was just not being aware of how and the things that I can control. I was trying to control the things that were outside of my control. I hope that makes sense. But for this third part, I want you to put your hands up and surrender. And surrender seems like such a horrible thing, but really there's so much freedom in surrender. There's so much uh, just liberation in being okay with, with going with the flow and focusing on the things that you can control. The fourth point that I'd like you to acknowledge as you are on this roller coaster ride, you strapped in, you built up, you've gotten to the peak, you're on that downward uh, descent, your hands are up in the air, you are controlling what you can control. One thing I always did on a roller coaster ride, especially uh, the rides that I'd gone on again and again and again, I know where the camera is, right? I know that there's going to be a picture that I can get at the end of the ride. And I kind of know where the camera is on the ride. So what I would always do as I am enjoying the ride, when I know the camera is coming, I'll smile, right? And that is the fourth point that I want to encourage you as a reminder is to smile. Take mental or physical pictures of the moments along the way and remember to smile. What that looks like is, is literally busting out your camera and like, Hey, today's a great day. Maybe you didn't, it wasn't like extravagant. Take a picture together with your spouse. Look back at pictures and moments where you guys are enjoying one another. Maybe it's a different season, a different roller coaster ride, a different, you know, whatever that looks like, but look back at those moments and, and allow that even in those low moments to help 
bring about more joy in your relationship. I love looking back at old pictures of us and um, having fun and and talking through moments that we that we had earlier in our marriage, and then pl- using those to plan for moments that'll come. Right, and, and I think it's really important to just along the journey, whether they're like weddings or big moments like um, welcoming new additions to the family or a trip or small moments like we just had a lazy Saturday and loved it. Take mental and physical pictures of that and smile because those are going to be the little reminders that light you up when you need a little more joy, when you need a little more energy, when you need the reminder that there are more good days in this military life than there are bad days. You need a reminder. You need something to look back to. And I encourage you to smile along the way as you are taking these reminders for yourself because um, they really do help move you forward and keep you locked in as you go through this journey. The last part, after you've gone through the ride, you found the camera, you smile for the camera, typically after you take the picture, you are closer to the end of that ride. And the fifth and final point that I have for you is to finish together, finish together. And what that looks like really in this military journey, is staying mill marriage strong. That's the mission here at Hearts and Stripes podcast for Military Marriage Day. Stay mill marriage strong and finish together. Uh, finish, <laughs> finish. And, and the reason why I say that is because we, for most of us, we will not be in this uh, service life forever. There is another side to it Um, where you're no longer on active duty, right? There is a new, another season that will come where maybe you transition from active duty, maybe you go into more of a reserve and it's not the same, right? Or, or you just completely retire, you get out. And and for those who are listening, who are in that season, when you're no longer uh, serving, thank you. Thank you for um, being a part of this community because we need to see that hope and that example through your relationship too, to see what it looks like for our relationships to continue to thrive even after um, we are serving and how we can finish together and how we can stay mill marriage strong. These are examples that we need to see and and thank you uh, for showing them. I'd love to highlight you. That's another uh, sidebar. So please, uh, if you are a, a veteran couple and um, you are interested in sharing your mill marriage story, reach up to us at militarymarriageday at gmail.com. We'd love to highlight you. But for this fifth and final point, it is just really a reminder for all of us, regardless of where we are on this ride, regardless of where we are in our service um, relationship, it's the reminder of finishing together, that that is the ultimate goal for us to finish together. And I think when we have that common goal in mind, the arguments, the ups and downs, 
all of those things have to be taken into consideration with the right perspective that the goal is to finish together. So does this little argument, how does that impact the overall goal over here? It seems to be, it won't be as big if we keep in perspective, like, you know what? (laughs) I know you're upset, but guess what? We're still going to be in this thing together. So (laughs) how do we work through it so that we can finish together? It changes the way we look at something as opposed to, I have to be right in this thing or I have to get my way in this particular area. You're more likely to compromise. You're more likely to uh, f- find solutions, right? That that will complement your, your situation if you both have the end goal that we are going to finish together. Because finishing together can be done in a lot of different ways. It can be, you can finish together and you can limp across that finish line. But here, We want you to thrive. We want you to be excited as you cross that finish line and and really come together, stay together, mill marriage strong with a healthy and sustainable relationship. So that is it for our breakdown of our roller coaster. We're going to one, strap in. Two, we're going to communicate through that buildup. Three, we're going to throw our hands up and surrender. Four, we are going to smile for those moments that we need to click for those memories so that we can look back. And five, we are going to finish together. I hope that you enjoyed this season of the Hearts and Stripes podcast. I do want to remind you that while we are on break, that you go back and listen to some of the amazing episodes um, and sessions, I should say, actually, that we had during Military Marriage Day 2022. Some of those episodes include um, Grow Through the Fight with Lindsay Cavanaugh. We have Ignite Excitement with Corey Weathers. Um, Another great one is Made for Marriage with Earl and Nicole. Um, another we had never stop learning with Courtney Boyer. We had famous at home with Dr. Joshua Strub. And we also had, um, Taya Kyle of TAC F that did a session on grow and cultivate. Listen, while we are on break, this is a great time to go back to those sessions. And if you're wondering like, where was she reading all these sessions off? It is on our YouTube channel. So if you are watching here on YouTube, hey, you already know where all the good stuff is. But if you are maybe listening on your favorite podcast player, head over to our YouTube channel. That is where you can find all of the replays from Military Marriage Day 2022. Um, It is something that is, is a great resource for you to just continue to utilize the content the insight, the education that we have here for you under this Military Marriage Day umbrella. So please, please take advantage of it, comment, share it, um, and and let us know what are some of the things that you'd be excited to to hear as we prep for Military Marriage Day 2023, um, which I'm really excited for. We're gonna switch gears here, which is why we are pausing the season 
really getting after the, uh, the advocacy side of things, um, getting with our mission partners so that we can prepare for you and, and sharing with you for an amazing Military Marriage Day 2023. So before I let you go, my favorite part of any episode is our heart tracks. Today's heart tracks, there's two of them actually. The title comes from the Ohio Players song, uh, Love Roller Coaster. So that is the title of the episode. So naturally, it is one of the heart tracks. And then also, we have another another throwback group, if you will, is Bon Jovi Roller Coaster. Listen to the lyrics of those of that song. It really talks to this roller coaster season as well. I hope each and every one of you enjoyed this season five of Hearts and Stripes podcast. I can't wait to join you again when we are back in July, um, right before we kick things off for Military Marriage Day. So I am wishing each and every one of you an amazing season. Um, Continue to work through that roller coaster season. Connect with us in the Military Marriage Day app. You can find us also on social media at Military Marriage Day and find out more about the celebration at www.militarymarriageday.com. So everybody out there, make sure you stay Mill Marriage Strong. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.